listening to the nice community, Patty's Potato Peas. This is a YouTube exclusive and not coming to a theater. How's it going, everybody? As you can see, we have the Irishman himself. Patty's Potato Peelers is on the podcast today. How's it going, Patty? I'm excited to have you on. I talk about you so much because when I first started doing YouTube videos, you were one of the people that encouraged me to keep going. And uh, I remember at that time, I was going through a pretty tough time. My dad just passed away, you know, and uh, I, I really wasn't doing well. Like, you know, I, I keep a very positive exterior, but you and a few others like Stasa, Blade Manor, JT, you know, those guys that we came up with really, you know, kind of gave me this gift of YouTube because I, I don't know if I told you this, but I used to produce music and DJ, right? That was my creative yeah. endeavor. And I gave that up because even though I was at a certain point in that where I was making decent money, I wasn't getting enough jobs. So it couldn't be a viable profession. So I went back into the workforce uh, of, of office work and I was really lacking that creative outlet. You know, and I remember every every couple of days you would you would message me on Instagram, hey, how are you doing, buddy? Like, you know, we miss you on the on the on YouTube, and it really kept me going, man. So thank well, you for that. Because you you and lots of others like JT and all have done the same for me because I haven't long lost my father. It's only been a, a few years, and mm -hmm. I find that incredibly difficult to get over. Yeah. And like say, if you haven't got something that's fulfilling you, you're lost. You're absolutely well. I'm lost. I mean, all my life it was sport. You know, I was rugby when I was younger, and then I played golf. And I've always had sport as a backup, but I hadn't got any of them, and yeah. I was lost. So this has been my all-encompassing, right? Let's get you back to the world again. Yeah, this is like your passion, right? And I can, I think people can clearly tell how passionate you are about making content for the channel and just like reaching folks with just something that you like to look at and you like to do. Uh, I think that's one of the most endearing things about your channel. It hasn't changed. Um, I've, I've always talked about uh, when I mentioned you on the podcast, I'm like, man, Patty started around the same time as me. And he's just been on this rise on YouTube. Um, and I, I feel like in a few years, this could be something that would be kind of like a side thing for you to make some you know, extra money from sponsorships and things like that. I always talk about that because uh -huh. the knife, the knife community, um, isn't big enough yet where there are those people that do this professionally. Yeah. You know, even people like the late Boy Scout, Nick Shabazz, they have other things they're uh -huh. doing. Other parts of YouTube, however, like photography or cinematography, these guys are only doing YouTube now, and that's like their main profession. But I, I feel like you have a uh, promising career in it but you want to know the crazy thing i yeah. never set out to make any money i never yeah. thought i would get any money yeah. so i've never had that that's never been a goal and i mm -hmm. think that puts an awful lot of pressure off because 
I see an awful lot of young ones coming in now. And, you know, the first week they have Chapenzes, they have, you know, all these mm -hmm. high-end knives, and they're, they're plowing all their money into it, and then six months later, they're gone. And I think, what a shame. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't have a... Look, I get my AdSense money. That's about it. I get about £60 a month. Now, <laughs> I spent more than that <laughs> in knives. And everything I get just goes straight back in again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you where I am fortunate now, though. I've got enough subscribers now that they help me to get knives. Like, I have my wee podcast, which I copied from you. Although yeah. I'm only on YouTube because I don't know how to do the other. Yeah. I want to talk about that, actually. Um, I was so happy to see that you started one because well, I have been encouraging everyone to do it. Yeah, you inspired me. If I could do the technical side, I yeah. would have it everywhere. But I'm just yeah. so bad with the technical. Honestly, <laughs> you know what? I, I look. You know what? I think, though, that the way that you do it is perfect for your channel. Um, what I, I, I describe this so many times in podcasts, people are probably tired of hearing it, is that I think that a podcast network within uh, gear and knife reviewers on YouTube would be perfect for not only um, giving people more subscribers and more awareness to people that they haven't reached yet, but it also helps the community grow. And, you know, I've been doing the podcast now for I don't know how many months. I'm up to episodes. This is going to be episode 31. I have not missed a week, right? And yeah. um, the people that watch well, my channel now. Realize how much commitment that takes to do that. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. sit here for an hour and you have a wee chat, but it's the build up yeah. you do, the mm -hmm. after. I mean, that's yeah. just complete commitment, like a YouTube yeah. channel. I mean, yeah. you're either committed or you're not. And if you're not, you disappear in six months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Uh, who else started with us? It was like JT, Stasa, Blade Banner, Stasa. like coming up. Uh, Fun with Knives. Do you remember him? Fun with knives, yes. Yeah, yeah. Seen. He he's yeah. A, a JT and I talked about that. And he said he was probably just a young guy, and, and you know he he. And there was all got... John in Belgium. Um, yeah, there's so many people, but man, you you have really uh, come into your own with how you talk about things. I watched that trade video today. As soon as I woke up, I saw it, and um, the the banter on your channel now is like so solid. Like you're so comfortable. You know, we've all found our way doing that. But I feel, I feel very free now. I don't have to be spec savvy, and I don't have yeah. to do all that. I just have a chat about the knife. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. But to be quite honest, I mean, I can find something I like about any knife. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so easy to go on and just break a knife down, and because you'll find faults. Yeah. The knives you... that I buy, and I'm picking because I like them. So. Most of them I like. <laughs> just, <laughs> How do you go about picking a, a knife out that you want to buy? Uh, what retailers do you look at? Uh, do you just see maybe like an ad or do you have a brand in mind? or how, what, how, What's your sort of process? Our retailers over here are very small compared to America. I mean, we have none in Northern Ireland, so I can't walk into a shop. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm relying on going on the Internet and seeing what they have on offer. And then I try to compare the prices to what it's, what it's really costs in America and how much inflated prices are over <laughs> here. And then I try to buy something that hasn't been over-ramped over here. And they do that. And I suppose they have to because they don't sell the quantity. Yeah. So they have to make it. The, the brick and mortar, they say brick and mortar. Nobody walks into them. It's a big <laughs> warehouse. And yeah. You just order from the warehouse. And I just go purely on looks most of the time. I'm yeah. not a steel snob. I like to try all the different steels, but... It's got to look nice and got to feel nice in my hand. 
or I'll have it and then I'll pass it on. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm about the same. I, I'm more of a, a um, an aesthetics and action and ergonomics kind of guy. What do you have on hand right now? You're showing us something? I was just going to say, you see, sure. for me, this is a, a stag handle. This is a GEC. Lift it a little higher. Oh. A little higher. Yeah, like so, that. Yeah. I mean, to me, that is just a beautiful knife. Yeah. When you when you show oh, it, right? Yeah. Tw- yeah, like that. Yep. Perfect. Yep. That is just beautiful, made with staghorn. It's just wow. That's a GEC. GEC, and I have about yeah. nine of them now, and, and I'm oh. going more towards the the traditionals. I'm buying mm-hmm. more and more traditionals. I mean, I have boxes full sitting beside me. I've all my knives there because I was frightened you'd ask, and I wouldn't have something. So, you I mean, find so you find some really interesting um, traditionals in, in a lot of different uh, brands. Like I, I, I yeah. show, I see that you show a lot of Rough Riders and things like yeah. that. Brands that people typically uh, don't look at as much because with a Rough Rider you can get something really amazing, but most of the time you might not 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 be amazing. Wow. There's something like that. That's a Rough Rider mm-hmm. in my quarter that's absolutely stunning. Yeah. Fifteen pounds. You know what I mean? That's it's just unbeatable. Yeah, I, I actually, I just got a sort of modern traditional right now. I think you've looked at this before, too. Um, the Rustic Absolutely. Gent from Civivi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't own one, actually. This is from the Apex Passaround group, but JT checked it out before me. And, man, I, I just, I'm starting to get into them now. I'm starting to get into, I, I've tried the uh, the Benchmade proper. I've checked that out, too. So I'm, I'm definitely kind of more interested in traditional stuff now i definitely want to get my hands on some gec knives they're they're not cheap right they're pretty rare and expensive if you can buy them when they're first in the wholesaler they're about 100 to 120. they Mm -hmm. go up on the secondary market Mm -hmm. but i mean i i definitely won't pay inflated prices just because i can't afford it yeah me too (laughs) i have a pimp over here (laughs) over here that and he, he finds GECs for sale, and then he must take a little cut out of it, but he never puts on a stupid price. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind paying that, because to get it delivered from America, none yes. of the companies over here do GEC. Mm-hmm. They don't do many traditionals over here for the simple fact that most people who get into traditionals expect everything to be lined up and no gaps. And in traditional nights, it really doesn't matter that much if there's a wee gap or it's a wee bit off-center. Whereas if you get a 300-pound you know, Spyderco, it has to be oh, dead in the center. Perfect. It has to be. Traditionals are not really always, although GEC are just amazing at the minute. Their fitness mm-hmm. finish is just way beyond. But this pimp keeps ringing me up or sent me uh, Instagram <laughs> messages and pictures and eyes, and he'll have about 15 pictures and said, Are you interested, Patty? And he, just, he knows. And you say, and and you he say yes. <laughs> He knows what I want now, so he's got really clever and not sent me rubbish and only ones that I really want. Oh, man. Yeah, it's my, really tough to keep, uh, like, to look I, at all the stuff on Instagram and, and everyone else's videos showing the stuff. Man, it's I really hard for me to say no. I can't keep up with a lot of these boys, you know, like uh, Slicey Dicey. They have knives coming in that, you know, two <laughs> yeah. of their knives is my year's supply of money. <laughs> but, but, you know, I love watching them, and mm-hmm, I get excited, mm-hmm. and I watch them, and I still get excited when somebody shows enthusiasm. I love enthusiasm. Yeah. You see, if, you're, if, you're, if your technical side is not great, your specs are not great, but you can see enthusiasm when somebody's holding the knife, oh, that, I still get excited at that. 
that that's maybe because I'm an old man with nothing else to do, but I mean, I just get so excited when I see enthusiasm. Yeah, you know, let's uh, since we're talking about that, let's take uh, one of the questions because it has to do with that. Um, let me see if I can find it here. It is from Jeff Jewell. You know him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, everyone did questions. I have a lot of questions here. I don't know if we'll get to all of them, but to go back on what we're talking about. Um, wait, who asked this? Uh, one Jeff second. Jeff was the, the biggest influence of me when I started. Oh, sorry. This is from Seems Logical. He's probably the best commenter on YouTube. He leaves right. literal essays on <laughs> all my videos. <laughs> He is so, so amazing. He's an English major, but, right? Yeah, he writes beautifully paragraphs and comments like the best, most encouraging things. Um, he, told, he told me to stop plugging him on my podcast because he says, look, uh, I know I comment like that on your stuff, but stop plugging me because I don't know if I can give that level of dedication to everyone, even though I love everyone. He asks, what knife reviewers do you enjoy watching the most? What knife reviewers do I You enjoy? don't have to say me, okay? Everyone's got their thing. So like, you know, is there a person that when you see a video of theirs pop up that you're like, okay, I should check that out? The first one will be Jeff Jewell. Oh, the sharpening guy. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Because I couldn't sharpen my fingers when I came to this. So, okay. I mean, I used to watch Jeff Jewell's videos, and I used to make quite long ones. Mm -hmm. And my wife would look at me as if I was going strange to <laughs> her because I was watching his hands, and, and I got yeah. really, I just got completely fixated with learning how to sharpen a knife. And, and he was just, I just enjoyed him. And the fact that Jeff's not the chattiest person in the world, mm -hmm. But he just is so precise. And every question I asked him, he came back with a full answer. Do you know the way, like, I'm not very good on the, the typing skills. Yeah, yeah. So for me to answer somebody, well, I'm one finger and I'm sitting here going with one finger. To get maybe 30 people who write after a video, it takes me about two days to get through doing it, you know. <laughs> I'm just so slow. Yeah, but, you know what that's funny is, is JT said that Patty fans are ravenous like people that watch your channel love you so much i think you have the best viewers in in all of the knife community man i can honestly say i genuinely think i do because i've <laughs> i've had a batch now with me of probably about two thousand that have yeah. been with me now for two years and they just constantly come and even if i'm i don't keep up with replying or i always heart them yeah, but me too. I, me too. I don't do the automatic heart. If I've heard of you, it means I've read your comment mm -hmm. and then I've heard of it. Mm -hmm. Because yep. sometimes I just can't keep up. Yeah, uh, like uh, that guy I mentioned seems logical. Um, like I said, he he would write comments so long yeah. that, yeah, cheers. What are you drinking, coffee today? What is that? Beer? Coke. Coke. Oh, Coke. Yeah. Okay. I've got coffee, cold brew. Um, so well, he would comment so much, right? that he will all of a sudden say, I actually wrote another comment, but it was too long, so YouTube deleted it. So I'm writing again. Uh, this one's not going to be as long. And he breaks his comments up into two sections. Isn't he, that lovely that people take the time? And I'm talking about eloquent, beautiful writing from a person with a PhD 
and, and writing. So it's like I'm reading essays, you know, and it's very encouraging, man. I, I, I haven't monetized quite yet. I don't know if I can, to be honest, because I splice in a lot of clips in my podcast. Like, for example, when I talk about a movie, I'll put in a movie trailer. I don't know if I'll get a copyright strike if I monetize. Uh-huh. So I'm not sure how to go about this thing. Uh, I know spoken ads are a thing. Like, for example, right? I know that you worked with GearBest before. Uh-huh. What a spoken ad is, let's say you're talking about a GSE sodbuster or something. In the middle of the video, you say, oh, this video was brought to you by GearBest. I just want to talk about them for a little bit because they sponsored this video. And then you go into the, to the knife. So rather than using AdSense, you can get in money that way. So a, yeah, I, ha- it, I have not seen this in the EDC community as much. Only uh-huh. some of the bigger channels. I think Best Damn EDC does it. He's a big channel, very high production. And I do see him talk about uh, brands that send him things. And he says, this, this video was sponsored by that. In, in our circle, I don't see that going on yet. But I think that is something that we will probably come across in the near future. Um, would you do that? I'm quite choosy about who I... Yeah. Well, when I first started, I wanted anybody to do it. Mm-hmm. And GearBest came in, and they were great. They supplied me with loads of knives. They were all budget knives, but it really was, you know, channel content and building up a collection because I had next to nothing when I started. But then uh, the knives started getting really bad, and I, half of <laughs> them I was just leaving in the drawer. I thought, no, no, no. They were coming in in boxes. So I just stopped I just stopped using GearBest. I mean, I've taken up one now. It's a UK company, and I'm getting my first completely free knife from them this week. And that's made my day because UK knife companies have not got involved with YouTube very much, you know, yeah. on the knife side of things. So to get a UK company involved, Heine Haynes, you, you've heard me say it. Yeah. It's great, absolutely great. But I don't get paid. The This is the first free knife. I got discount for my YouTube subs, which is brilliant. That's just yeah. So it's just basically a free knife and then you get a discount code. Yeah. 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 So that, you, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm alright. Um, sorry. I, I, I have ADHD, so I have a tendency to interject, which is really bad as an interviewer. Actually, <laughs> it's I really bad. I do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's actually one of the questions that uh, Jeff Jewell again has asked. Um, the first question was from Seems Logical. This is from Jeff Jewell here. He says, if you have any sponsors, where you approach. Or did you approach them? And do you have any horror stories? So Jeff Jewell, uh, he's in a group chat on Instagram with me. And he mentioned, uh, I'm not going to say the company name, but a sharpening company like sent him some stones. And then he was he reviewed them badly. And then they said that you better remove that ch- uh, video off your channel or we're going to sue you. That's a horror story, right, from a sponsor. Do you have anything going on like that? Or do you have any sponsors at the moment? Well, if I did, I would get sued because I'm stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say no. Yeah. Were uh, you yeah, approached I, by GearBest? No, uh, no, I think I, no, GearBest, I think, did it. I'm not even sure, to be honest. I think yeah. they approached me and said, would you like a knife? Um, in fact, the first time they offered me four knives. And uh, so I went from there and I got loads of knives off them. Most of them were unreviewable because they were so bad. But GearBest didn't mind. They just want quantity out. You know, they, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and their I bread and butter. Happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, the ones I've got now are ones that are really hand-picked, like Heine. And I have a 
There's a Russian company that does sharpening stones now, and I've only recently got them, but I actually love their stones. Yeah. So I don't mind using them and reviewing them because they're good. Um, I've only got one other. What have I ever got? I've got, I can't even remember who I've got now. Um, I have one other. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. It's gone. <laughs> Absolutely gone. That's quite normal with me. And yeah. that's why YouTube is good because people don't mind. You know, yeah. I have brain blanks all the time. Me too. And, and I'm only 39. <laughs> only 39? Yeah. My goodness. God, you look yeah. much older. <laughs> You know what's funny? Um, uh, to go back on that, the forgetting things, I unbox everything on camera and put up a video just so I can remember that if this knife came with a box or not. Like I have proof to myself. That's how I had to do that so many times. We're like, oh, did this CVV come with a box? I have to send it to Big Red now, and I have to like rewatch the unboxing just to make sure that I have it. Uh, that saved me a couple of times. So were you approached? Go ahead. When you're unboxing videos, you throw it over your shoulder. Yeah. Actually, throw most of my boxes in the bin now. <laughs> I don't even I don't even show them on the channel most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I them in the bin because my house was coming. I had a wardrobe. I couldn't get clothes in it because it was just boxes. Yeah. And Sally, wow. my wife went mad because there was boxes everywhere, and and I won't let her throw out delivery boxes or things like that because I use it for my cup tests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike, you went yeah. to my store cupboard. I only live in a wee flat. In my store cupboard, it was just boxes met you as you opened the door all ready for cup tests. <laughs> and you probably just have a mountain of of boxes, right? Definitely. Just You can uh, make a uh, fort with them. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't probably do as many cup tests now because a lot of the brands have already done the cup tests on them. And I don't have to keep doing them every time. But right. I like to do it if it's a new brand or a new blade steel. I like to do a cup test. Yeah, I, I tried it. Um, but then I realized, like, man, you know, during this quarantine, if I do have to mail something out, which I haven't had to yet, but I yeah. will have to soon because with the Apex Pass Round Group, I do have knives coming in. And um, it takes they know it takes me a little longer to review them or, or yeah. showcase them. And then I have to send it off to the next person. So I'm coming to that point where I've got to go to the post office. And New York City right now, it is not good to go outside. All right. I haven't left my apartment. Um, And what's crazy, man, in the past three days, I guess we should talk about this a little bit because everyone in the world is experiencing it. In the past three days alone, my mom has messaged me saying that, um, you know, a couple of her close friends, like relatives have died from Corona. Like, finally, I'm starting to get news like that. Yeah. Uh, immediate family, but people that I have known for at least 10 years of my life, like my mom's close friends. Um, one of uh, my mom's friends has Corona right now and her dad had it and just passed away, gave it to her. I have like uh, my brother's uh, friend's mom uh, has it. She's in Connecticut. I have another, my, my sister-in-law's uncle. Um, he ran, ran, runs a deli, uh, a bodega, you know, sells goods and stuff. He was working there every day. So he was an essential business. Wow. He has Corona now. He's in critical support. So it's starting to peak, I think, in America. And uh, it's crazy, man. So I don't want to go outside. That's why I stopped throwing the boxes. I stopped cutting them because <laughs> if I have to ship something out, I want to pack it at home, use the automated system, and then just leave. You know wow. what I mean? Stop to be this. honest with you, our postage is normally the, one of the companies I get knives sent to me from 
they normally have the, the, the next day. But since this coronavirus thing now, I'm waiting five days for a knife. I've never had to do that before. Um, so I'm not even trying to post at the minute. We have a little pass around group I copied you. There's myself <laughs> and there's Slick Slicers and UK Legal Knives. And we pass two knives a piece and we just keep sending them around each other. I think it's a very good system to have. It is as long as you don't go too many because you get to see the same knife over and over again. That's happened to us, right? And I, I have talked to Neve's Knives about this. And I said, because he's like, man, you know, I see that this bench made on Slicey Dicey's channel. And then Zach has it. And then you have it. Um, it's certainly kept me afloat because with this uh, switch to a new business, you know, I, I came from uh, the office yeah. world. I work, work in ALS CBD now, you know. I have your Shep life for three years. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, so, you know, I, I don't have a, a good, uh, as much of an income as I did before. Yeah. So Apex Pass Around Group has, and viewers now, um, since end of 2019, have kept this channel afloat. I would not have much new content if I didn't receive knives from Apex or viewers didn't say, hey, want to check out my knife? Well, here, and, let's, um, let's yeah. be controversial. I agree with what you're saying, and I think it's brilliant that the group, the Apex Passaround group keeps yeah. people going. Mm -hmm. What I don't get is the people who I already know have enough supply of knives coming in. <laughs> Why are they in it? Get them out. <laughs> or start your own, yeah. own Passaround group. With just people who are, you know, struggling and pass two knives each yeah. around, because I, I, honestly, I just—I know this is controversial and people, I yeah. should keep my nose out, but I can't. So, no, no, it's it's a very uh, it's a very good point actually. Uh, so, do you feel it's getting a little too saturated well, with the same? Too many. There's too many now, and there's too many that I know have got <laughs> an income coming in, plus they're getting revenue coming in, and I've sent them from other companies. Yeah. And they're still doing the puzzle and stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I think the thing is, um, my strategy with it is, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, what I, my strategy is, I only watch the person who uh, in the pass round who I want to hear information about that knife from. Like for example, right? If I wanted to look into a Benchmade knife, I'd probably watch Zach. Yeah, I'd probably watch Zach. I mean, Benchmade invites Zach to go over. Zach and is like, Benchmade. So, right, right. So I, if it's a ben, if it's like some obscure thing where I want to see two knives head to head, I'll probably watch Slicey, right? You know, he's got the head to head thing going. And if I just want like, um, sort of like a, like a bro talk, kind of like just a very straightforward, um, wholesome information, I'd probably watch JT, right? You know, he does the 10, 10 things to know about a certain knife. He is the most succinct reviewer yeah. I know. Oh, I he's, he's the reviews. best. But JT keeps it, for me, he keeps it real because he still loves his Kershaws. He still mm -hmm. loves, and yes. he uses them. And he, and it's mm -hmm. not as if he has them and fires them away. But mm -hmm. he does uh, his knife collections or whatever. You see, he's still got them. So yeah. we think, well, hey, he, he likes them. I mean, I'm now starting to look at Kershaws. Because mm -hmm. I found a company over here getting the more up-to-date one, so I've got one coming actually this week from yeah. Kershaw, which I would never normally have got. Yeah, you and JT have uh, been true buddies of mine from the very beginning, man. Like I, I, um, 
Uh, you guys encourage me so much. Speaking of JT, he has sent me the very first mini it's grip sick, I've yeah. ever tried. Yeah. Um, that you was know, my first one too. The exact same model. I, I, I love this thing. I can see why people really like it. Uh, it's, it's probably here. the best knife for me um, in New York City. You got the palm test. Yeah. Fits right in the palm. Gravity knives, quote unquote, are no longer illegal here. That was a thing that, uh, you know, the knife rights people and other groups have been fighting about. So now you can have it. You can still get like a ticket or a summons, but you're not going to get locked up for that stuff anymore. So I can't carry Benchmades now. Take that with a grain of salt, New York City people, because you know the, it's up to the police officer if you're going to get locked <laughs> yeah. up or not. It's carry much... in pocket. You got to carry in the pocket. I never carry on the clip anymore. See, What's that? That, I, that one I had uh -huh. was so expensive. I knew mm -hmm. I could have other knives for that price. Yeah. So yep. I sold it. And I, I don't sell a whole lot of knives, but I sold it. And then I got an AliExpress 15-pound mini grip. <laughs> and it is every Amazing. It wow. Is, What's the blade steel on it? I haven't a clue. <laughs> <laughs> it says C, C, um, 154cm, but it's probably yeah. 8cm13. <laughs> it, it just works for 15 quid. Yeah, shout out to 8cm13 MOV. That is actually one of the questions. Um, that's from mild mannered EDC is, do you have plans to talk about the clone issue in future videos? Uh, Patty has the best approach to a very touchy subject. And I have actually praised you for this. All right. I have said many times on my videos that, you know, I love Patty. He just went for it. Whatever he wanted to do, doesn't give a crap about what people are saying. He doesn't give a fuck. He just is going to, he's just going to review these clones. You know, I bought clones myself, man. In the very beginning, I didn't know what was taboo or not. Um, I haven't bought any recently because I actually haven't been buying knives, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Must be about uh, a year now. I, the last knife that I bought was the Civivi Elementum. Oh, that's a lovely knife. Know? Wait, 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 wait. I bought, I bought the Copper Small Arkeo from... Uh -huh. uh, is that from Artisan Cutlery? I think so. It's the small yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I got the way yeah. I got this as a gift. Nice. I ha uh I have oh is that the, the titanium one? Yeah. I titanium fiber. Oh, I got that as a gift from um Jason Gilfoyle and a big yeah. box of knives. He said that was just wow. Yeah, so I haven't bought anything, but uh back to the question. Um, you know, do you are you gonna continue that trend of just reviewing and showcasing some clones that are great like you just did with the with the uh benchmade? Here's my stance on it actually, and people might get upset at me about this. Um I don't showcase them because uh because like I haven't gotten any. That's one. Um I have enough content from the Apex Pass Round and viewers that send me just uh you know, non-clones, uh -huh. but I, I understand that there are people that can't, like, afford the real thing. Hang on, yeah. I, you see, I, this is where I think everybody tries to justify it by poor people who can't afford the real yeah. thing. I have boxes full of knives, yeah. but I still get the odd clone, and the yeah. reason I get a clone is mm. that the mini grip is all right to me. I don't think it's any great. The, the big grip, I have no real interest in, but yeah. that's it again. A twenty-pound clone yeah. of the full size. Wow, grip. that looks very convincing. I mean, it's absolutely. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. It, yeah. You know, it just works like it. But I use them as comparisons. Yeah. No, I'm not buying them for a knife that I want to promote or I want to do. 
when I'm doing right. comparisons, it's nice to have the knives that people yeah. recognize. Right. My, I, channel, my channel started, well, that was the first knife that was on my channel. The yeah. Ganzo copy of the Delica. Yep. I still have it. I still recommend people buy it. Yep. Because it's super. It's 440 yep. steel. It's just a great knife. Mm -hmm. and that was my first video. And I'm not, I've never been or wanted to be controversial. I just buy it because if it's my money, I want to spend right. it on whatever I want. Right, right. And Ganzo has really come into their own, I feel, uh, the end of last year. Um, they've started coming out with original original designs original um, designs but they've gone bare I yeah mean, just doing the same thing d2 flipper yeah, yeah. all bearings and everyone's doing that ganzo. yeah i bought a ganzo in must be near a year yeah it's, same same for me you can only have so many of the same type of knife and then it's just boring. right and plus everyone is really everyone from china is doing budget stuff is making d2 that's good action with like g10 are we allowed to be controversial on here? Yeah, you can you can be controversial as much as you I want. I think this is a subject that's just not talked about for I think people have got this fear. I'm just old and don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care. I don't have any fear of, of saying what I think. If you don't like it, I'll understand your point of view and I'll never fall out with somebody over it. But all these new companies like we, where did they come from? Did they automatically just go and set up a factory and become we? No, no. They were OEMs that made candles, made <clears throat> all sorts of clones to get their money so they could make wheeze. But because they're making wheeze now, forget the past. It doesn't matter that they made clones. We want the nice wee knife. Yeah. I mean, that's fact. I mean, it's just fact. And they're probably still making clones for other companies. But because they're wee now, they can afford to. They're getting, a, they're getting American prices for knives that used to be half the price or a third of the price mm -hmm. and they're getting full american prices now so i, I have go ahead sorry but that that's my thing is you know mm -hmm. you can say you don't like clones you're not going to back them you're they're taking jobs away not a lot of nonsense i just i think that's a lot of nonsense if mm -hmm. you make a good product you'll sell it if you're not making a good product you won't sell it most of the british knife works have gone to the dogs now because they don't make a good product Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the Chinese that made them make bad products. It was themselves. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if your product's better than the Chinese, you'll stay with it. Yeah. I remember in the very beginning, uh, this is when I first started getting into the hobby. Uh, I remember when Wee Knives just came out and people were like, oh, this is weird and stuff. I remember they had their own proprietary screw. Yeah, we and, but, but it was undeniable that these guys are making quality stuff. And then yeah. people slowly started to get on board. I remember when Civivi came out, and it was just absolutely amazing. They're still cranking out some pretty amazing stuff. I I, I have not. Can you name a bad Civivi that you've gotten? Well, I, I, I don't think, think so. I've never had a Wii. Yeah. We got a couple of Civivis recently in the last six months, and they are amazing. That mm -hmm. Elementum, and I have uh, the wee tiny one, the front flipper. Yeah. Oh, the uh, McKenna. I'm doing the front flipping. <laughs> <laughs> that wee yeah, one. Great knife. Great knife. Quality. Amazing mm -hmm. quality. Um, mm -hmm. But and there's like that's the wee. Um, this is made by Drop. Oh, the uh, the Thresher. Is that? Yeah, the Thresher. Yeah. Ooh. What knife? That is just absolutely so nice. So yeah, I, I, as good as that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I have a I have a drop knife here also. This is the Gavco drop oh, nurse, but it was I, it was manufactured by Wii. Oh, yeah. I just messed it up right there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I this is so nice. That. I I don't, but I am glad that I got to check it out due to this pass around thing because there's no way I would have yeah. been able to check this out. It's so nice though. Yeah. Um, it's super Gavco. nice. Yeah, Gavco. Wow, man. I, I am really. Yeah, that so was nice. somebody I heard somebody saying that when it's going to go into the shops, it's only going to be about 120. Wow. Well, that would be that would be something if it was 120. Well, I don't know how true that is. I, it was somebody I else. thought it was 180 right now, right? It or am I wrong? It's on drop, but I don't know whether that's going to be true price. I I don't know. I know drops say they're never going to drop the price, don't they? Yeah. Although I mean, 120 is an insane price for that. This is 190. Yeah. What's a blade? The S35. I got that for a hundred at Christmas in the sale. Wow. That's it was amazing. When I got delivered and plus the taxes and all, 120. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. Good that for that. I mean, that's as good as any titanium knife out there. Yeah, I mean, Drop comes out with some really great collaborations. Uh, I I haven't had. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm just not as strict when it comes to picking apart knives. I mean, if you watch any of my reviews, the what's whack section is like yeah. two things, like usually, because I <laughs> well, never review knives I don't like, and I like almost every knife. So, you know, uh, I always tell people like, look, man, I'm a knife moron. Like, you're here to just watch a cool video. You're not here to get some technical side of it, you know? For me, a lot of, I know a lot of people love specs and they buy a yeah. knife basically right. on the specs of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas I am the complete opposite. If it looks nice and it's got a like a something tricky about it that you know mm -hmm. that you can do a trick with it or it's it's a free dropper, that's yeah, the yeah. thing to get me excited. Me the too. Fact that me got, too. You know this KYZ. Um, I nearly said KY jelly there. This KYZ, <laughs> <laughs> this KYZ steel on it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm trying more steels now. I had a period when my mum died uh, just over a year ago. Then I got, me and my couple of brothers got some money. So last year, I was rich for a whole yeah. year. I spent <laughs> every penny off it now. I'm back to my pension. <laughs> but I yeah. enjoyed Sally let me have, you know, so much money to spend on knives. We bought a caravan and things like that with the money. Because it was, you get to a certain age and you know that's the last big lump sum you're going to get is when your mum and dad pass away and they leave you something. Yeah. <laughs> So we bought ourselves a caravan and she gave me so much money to buy knives. So, I mean, I just spent it and I had such fun spending it, but it's finished now. It's done. Yeah. I've built my collection now where I have a bit of everything and that's yeah. what makes a difference. That made me excited. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's... With, with with knives, I'm still under that, wow, this looks so cool, I want it kind of uh, need. I'm not like, oh man, this is 154 cm. I'm getting it. Like that's not how I go about buying things. But I, you, yep. This is why I think makes you different than a lot of other reviewers. You're, for me now. This is just me thinking. You tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. You love your knives and you love it, but it's also it's the this this is you doing these podcasts, doing the interviews, doing the flashy videos. That's your passion. I think yes. the knives comes in below that. Yes, you are 100% correct on that. So if I didn't fall into the knife community, 
if I yeah. didn't get it with you guys. And what's attracted me about the community is is the overall like welcoming and warming people that are in it. That's number one, yeah. right? So I was like, um, I always came into YouTube wanting to create content that I liked, that I had fun making. Yeah. That's what I needed in my life. And it just turns out that I fell into, um, I, I came into the knife community. But if I wasn't in this community, I 100% would be making videos for something else. Um, I do love them now, though. Like, I, my, you know, uh, my entire Instagram is filled with just knives. Ah. That's, you know, a knife person is a knife person. I'm talking about your passion for knives whatsoever. But to me, I just see this creative person. Yes. Look, I know that this is, everybody's a bit of a bum wipe sometimes if you get on these things. But <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say that, man. You should, it's fine. It's fun. It, I'm just telling you right now, the podcast is going extremely well. So be yourself, be free. Right. It's, it's great. But, but when I see somebody with passion, you know I was talking about passion and knives. Mm -hmm. I, when I'm watching your shows, yeah. I don't necessarily gravitate to your passion for the knife, mm -hmm. but I gravitate to your passion for what you're doing. At that mm -hmm. particular time, your passion is making a good, you know, podcast uh, and a video. Yeah. And, and that's what, look, I can't understand why you don't have 50,000 subs. Because when you first started doing your videos and the walk through the town ones and all the psychedelic stuff, yeah. I was absolute. I used to go to <laughs> Sally, can only see this one. Sally has no interest <laughs> whatsoever. I used to get excited when your videos come on. I would love to see more of that again. Yeah, I, I will. I will get back to that once this quarantine is over. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's crazy. Is things. What you've described. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Was it your dad's knife? Remember you bought the knife you dad's yes. video? Oh, yes. man. That, that is a fear filler. That. Yeah. When I made that video, it was such a, a kind of like tough time for me that I poured my heart and soul into that video. When I watch that video now... Uh, it's easy for me to critique myself like, oh man, I could have done that shot way better. But then like the emotion behind it, I still feel it. Yeah. Like I poured like literally all my sadness and, and everything I was going through is in that video. And, um, you know, it's fun. That with your happiness. Oh yeah. I'm so happy now. You know, <laughs> when I see you two together, you and the yeah. missus together on there. Yeah. Ah, yeah. just, it's the most natural thing. Your missus yeah. doesn't know how natural she is on there. Oh, she's she. We're we're actually doing a podcast uh, this Friday. It's gonna oh, be Kelly and me with Neve's knives, both Jared and Kara together. Oh, gonna be, gonna, yeah, I think it's gonna be oh, great. Yeah. I, I I actually didn't tell them yet, so they actually won't know that she's gonna be in, um, because we're we're filming it on Friday, and this podcast that we're doing today, you and me, I'm releasing it Friday morning. So I don't oh, think they're gonna know. <laughs> mind if i put it in my channel that this is going to be released on friday morning no problem no problem i will uh you know we'll, we'll work it out if you need anything if you want to do a repost on your channel you can do that whatever you want i'll help you like maybe i can find a way to send it to you and you upload it if you want to do that uh, i've had people do that before what, what so you, i put it up on yeah like let's say um you want to upload it yourself on your own channel right to to get your yeah because uh, more of your subscriber, subscriber i'd rather have it go to your i'd rather yeah. have them go to your channel yeah I, i've i've had it done both where where, where we did it on I, both yeah okay <laughs> um actually there was one uh before i forget that's one of the questions right now so you are vaping right 
This uh-huh. is literally everyone in this group chat had this question. Um, are are you vaping nicotine or THC? What's THC? Ah! <laughs> that's exactly that, that's exactly that, what I said to Kelly. Is that the yes. <laughs> oh, that's so great. No, I just it's, it's nicotine, right? Nicotine, right? Okay. Because because it's six yeah. milligrams. It's the lowest you can go. Of nicotine, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because someone mentioned it in the chat, and he was like, man, I just love how Patty is is vaping uh, THC, like, while he's on a video. And I'm like, wait, he... I wouldn't even know what it is. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's exactly what I told Kelly. I was like, I don't know if he's going to know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) You only think I know what it is because you sell drugs in the shop, don't you? No, it's not drugs. (laughs) I know. They all say. No, none of the stuff that we have gets you high. None of the stuff that we have gets you high. None of it. My says that every week. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. You You know what's crazy is my mom who has never smoked pot in her life. My mom is 70 years old, okay? She has tried CBD oil um, to kind of uh, supplement her use of uh, Advil or Tylenol, things like that, that you would take a lot more when you're older, right? Which my mom was taking three or four times a day because of just like, you know, like age pains, right? Yeah. And um, Sally's got fibromyalgia, so she's been on yeah. all the top tablets, all them. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. If she, you know what, has she, if she hasn't tried CBD, I, you know, try. Don't even get it from us. Just get I it from someone think else. It's legal over here. Oh, it isn't. Oh, I you're right. I, I heard about that. It's legal. Wow, that's oh, true. Because... Don't put me now. There must be a law against this. <laughs> <laughs> I've now got a pinpoint knife and I've got my doper. <laughs> I've, I've had UK customers walk into A-list and right. uh, tell me the same thing. You're like, yeah, I'm going to sneak it in. And I'm like, don't tell them you got it from here, you know, because um, no, it, it's really, it really does help you and it doesn't get you high or anything. My mom I takes think, it. Down. I think dope should be legal anyway. There's so many people yeah. who would benefit from it on a yes. medical even just ordinary dope. Let right, them right, them. right. Like, I mean, Why someone... Want somebody to be in pain? Like, when someone going through... For a yeah. rap and it gets, gets yeah. released? <laughs> no, I is mean... That, uh, is that the right like, terminology there, a rap? A rap? <laughs> like a rapper? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way they come over here. It's wrapped. <laughs> they wrap the dope in a wee thing and twist the top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. oh, like, like a joint, right? <laughs> no, no, no. You, when been... you buy it, you know the resin you buy? Yeah, I'm not very good on dope. <laughs> so you mean they sell it to you in like yeah, a... and they just get a wee bit of kitchen cellophane and twist yeah. it round it. And that's it how that's how pot is sold. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I was in the navy until I was that's thirty. How carried it? Is that how... <laughs> yeah? I was in the navy till I was thirty, so I'd never yeah. smoked dope or never taken yeah. drugs until I was. Yeah. I was. I think I was about thirty-three. Because I'm a recovering alcoholic. So I I stopped drinking when I was 30. Yeah. And I I took, I smoked my first joint when I was 33. Yeah. It only lasted for a period of a year. And I thought, nope, we're not having any of that. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, Let's go back to that a little bit. Um, People have questions about you in the Navy. So do you have uh, any like cool stories about you being in the Navy? Uh, Yes. Yeah, so you could just tell one right now. I, I, to be honest with you, I wasn't this nice, gentle old person when I was in the Navy. Yeah. I, I was a bit of a balloon head. 
Mm-hmm. Um, once when we went ashore one night, and it was the night before we were sailing, I can't remember where we were. I think it was somewhere in Europe, but we went out and we all got drunk. And I woke up the next morning and I was cuddling something. And I thought <laughs> I had trapped a girl the night before and I was in her bed. I couldn't, yeah. You know the way you wake up and you don't know what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. I was cuddling her. I, I thought I was cuddling this girl. I was cuddling. I felt all wet and I thought, oh no, I peed myself or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I was cuddling and, and I woke up and what it was was a big brass lantern <laughs> full of paraffin. I had sneaked it on the ship, taken it down to my bed, got into bed with it and cuddled it and all the paraffin had come out in my bed. What's paraffin? And it's like um, fuel, like oh. heating fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd cut up my bed and so if somebody and this was the time when you could smoke on ships, if somebody had walked into my gulch where I was with a bag, I'd have blown up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I woke, funny. I woke up with a parrot behind me one morning. Yeah, a parrot? Got drunk. Yeah, I bought for bought for a fiver in my local pub in a cage. <laughs> and I brought it back to the ship. And we were sailing to America the next day. And I had to run the ship was leaving the side of the docks and I wasn't involved with that. So I, I've got this part, and I went to the, the leader of my mess, and I said, you know, what am I going to do with this part? He said, you better get up and get that off the ship. And as <laughs> I got up, we're letting the last rope go, right? Yeah. And I had this parrot, and I'm standing on the flight deck, and the, the second command of the ship is standing beside me, and he just looked at me as if I had three heads. What is that? They threw, <laughs> another, they threw another rope over, right? And they had to winch this parrot down to the man in the docks. Oh, no. I never find out what happened to it. <laughs> That's so funny. This next question, speaking about your Navy career, this is from Slicey Dicey being a funny man. Kind of serious, kind of dark humor, as he's known for. Have you ever had to... Have you ever, well, in the na- have you ever had to... Have you ever Kissing? had to take... Yeah, in the Navy? Heavens above, no. I've kissed some ugly women, but no, I've never... No, I've never had to... No, I was in the Navy during the Falklands. Yeah. I was in the Navy during the Falklands War, but yeah. um, I never seen action. Okay, so here's the thing, right? In that group chat, just a funny conversation between us. Um, we were we were like, I, I was under the impression I said, man, if he says yes, I wouldn't be surprised because Patty seems like a very kind but also very hard man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so, I was I was naval police for seven years. Yeah. I was also a rugby player. And you know the shore patrol police with the white mm-hmm. gators and battens? Yeah. Well, you okay. have a battens. Well, yeah. I was there. We used to go and pick the drunks up on the fights in the mm-hmm. streets, mm-hmm. throw them in jail. So that yeah. was, yeah. that's, what, that's what I done. Oh, man. Everyone was, was saying, like, can, can you imagine Patty tells a story about drowning somebody in his Irish accent and everyone started <laughs> laughing? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> The Irish accent gets you away with everything, you know. I shot the plug against the wall, and people laugh. Oh, buddy! <laughs> That's one of the questions, actually, with your accent. Is um, is there any Irish slang or phrase that you like to use that we would all like to enjoy hearing? Um, you look like a busted sofa. What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> you look knackered. You look tired. You look. It's like a busted settee. <laughs> Well, the springs coming out and think it's, <laughs> you look like a busted sofa. Usually <laughs> an ugly person, but I'm trying not to be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's try to go knife with this one. This next question. Um, oh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, this is from Blade Banter. You know him, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Which knife would you give to your grandkids if you could only pick one make and model? Um. Oh, the Ganso. Um, the the knife that started it all. Amazing. Two of my grandkids have one. one oh, that's great. Pink, one has a pink one and the other one has a blue one. Those I remember when those came out. They were very good. They were yeah, very good, man. Look, the first video I had was them two knives, and I still have them. Wow. It's the, it's the delicate that Sally bought me. That, first, that was my first expensive, well, it was my first real proper mm. knife into this world. And then I bought that the next week, and I thought, why did you pay that much for this when you could get this? And that, that, that was when I got excited that you could yeah. get two knives that looked so similar. Yeah. But the mm -hmm. price difference was just vast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that at the time was about 60-odd pound, and this was eight pound or something. You know wow. what I mean? <laughs> it just blew my mind. And that's why I sort of get into that route where I don't yeah. care what people say. I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. And you know what? Like your your channel has thrived with you just being you. You get whatever you want. You review or showcase. You know, you do comparisons. And man, you have some of the best fans out there. Um, let's go back to another question. Uh, Zach stuff. What was your first knife as a young lad? And he I, said, lad, that's his exact question. Yeah. When I was a young lad, the uh, <laughs> the first knife I had was, now, I, I had wee small pen knives. Used to, I live in a, a seaside town, so you used mm -hmm. to get the wee pen knives with the silly pictures and all. You know the nude woman on them? And you thought this was great as a child? Yeah, I remember those. They would, they would, when you put them upside down. The, yeah, the... <laughs> celluloid handles and this. And I would have had them when I was a nipper. But my first proper knife, if you like, was an old navy knife, and it had the. Um, I've done the video today of the charade. It was something very similar, but just made of metal. And With that pokey thing, right? The... Yeah, the Marlin Spike. Mm -hmm. It was a proper naval um, knife, and I joined the Sea Cadets, and you got you were able to buy them, and I carried that knife for years. Wow. And it wow, was just. It, you back, I mean, huh? it must have weighed about, oh, about eight ounces, nine ounces. It was a heavy knife. <laughs> You know, I put it in my trousers and I walked sort of right in the <laughs> You'd use it to prop up a table that was yeah, slanted. You exactly. just like put it underneath it. <laughs> um, let's see. Daily Carry Solutions. What's the best clone you've ever purchased? Um, it was very recently. Yep. And it was the clone of that. The bug out. Is that the Did bug you out? Have you seen my clone video? No, I haven't seen that you one. Can, you can go back and have a look. It was okay. unbelievably one of the best clones I've ever had. I that's actually, that's it. No, no, that's my bug out. Okay. But see, putting the two of them side by side, I had to be careful because I didn't know which one was which. <laughs> it was that good. Fifteen pound wow. on AliExpress. Wow. And it, it had a drop just like that. Wow. So they got the access lock right, right? Everything. Fifteen pound it cost. Whoa. And when I, I actually moved that. Well, I sold it to one of the boys I know over here. He's an old fellow like me, so I knew it would go nowhere. I would mm -hmm. do that. I would get rid of it's just to try and get the money back for something else every now right, and then. Right, right, right. Clones, I tend to just, but I make sure I'm giving it to people I know so that they wouldn't do anything bad. Because yeah, that yeah, would, yeah. to me, doing that is the lowest form of anything, is trying yeah. to kill somebody. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. If you no. try, if you buy a clone and then sell it on eBay to some unsuspecting person, that's, that's a, like really, I'm not into that. Well, I'm not into that. Ball, you know? I, 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 
Yeah, like if you say what it is, then you know it's different. But I'm not into that. You oh, know. No, no, no. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to stop that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that's something I got to get into, actually, is kind of like the turnover of some of my knives, because there are a lot of knives that are just sort of sitting in my drawers here. And uh, it'd be nice to get some. Uh... I've quite a few subs, and I would do, you know, my cheaper knives, I'll do three for £35, and mm -hmm. that includes delivery. And people so buy it? A few knives, or, you know, maybe 50 for three, depending on what, you know, price they were. That's and great. It, it keeps my subs happy. And it just keeps me with a couple of quid to go towards the next one. Right. I got to get into that so I can actually have a better flow because I have a lot of things here that are very cool that people would want. Um, I just got to get into it. Let, let's go to another question. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Bad Monkey EDC1, very, very good supporter of mine. What is your favorite comfort food? Oh, man. <laughs> favorite comfort food. Yeah, like something that you love to eat. I love spaghetti bolognese. Oh, man, I'm into it. <laughs> I just love it, but Sally doesn't like it. Yeah. And I just can't be bothered making it for myself. <laughs> I like it homemade. I don't like it out of a tin. I like homemade spaghetti bolognese. But tonight we had a big stew, a big pot of stew with vegetables, potatoes, and beef. And, I, also, and I put chili into it. Ooh, there you go. Chilies. Do you I eat food? Oh, I love spicy food, yeah. So you've watched that spicy chicken wing challenge that I made, right? Have you seen that one? Yeah, Where Kelly I Yeah, I, man, that was some of the spiciest stuff I've ever had. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that. You know, I love spicy food. Yeah, so basically, um, I would eat, a I think it was 10 wings, and each wing got spicier than the next, than the last. And at the very end, it was like, you know, they're measured in oh, Scoville. the restaurant. It, well, no, it was here. Moment of truth. Oh, and he did a big bite. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's setting in. Okay, so I was going to say mm -hmm. that I thought it was going to be worse. It's worse. <laughs> it's fucking worse, okay? I would eat the chicken wing and uh, I would answer a fan question. And at the very end, all hot sauces are measured in Scoville. Scoville and the yeah. very last one was like 2 million Scoville or something. Oh, I used to it, love, do you remember the videos used to be on YouTube where people were eating the, 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 the peppers? Oh, the peppers, yeah, yeah. And the chilies. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I can remember a cutlery lover, he was eating it and the tears were running down his face mm -hmm. and they were poking into buckets. And yeah. It's the best watch you've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube challenges, that hasn't hit us in a, in a while. Um, I remember that they were eating uh, Carolina Reaper, like potato That's chips. A, yeah, they were. That eating. one, um, that, yeah. I would, would love for something like that? that to come back. I would do it. Would you? I, I think would, I would I, as well, but a very small bit. But I yeah. think I would try. I'm going to do another um, chicken wing episode when I hit 2,000 subs. That's kind of like the, the big uh, video that I'm going to do. Kelly will be on it. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll do fan questions again. And uh, I'll get – because there's a popular show on YouTube called Hot Ones, and it's the same exact format. They get celebrities to come on, and they eat the chicken wings, right? 
And oh. some people don't make it till the end. So I thought that would be a great thing to do. And I called it Sharp Ones. I made my own logo with the Swiss Army knife. And, you know, people really liked it. I'm going to do that at 2,000 subs. From the same person, Bad Monkey, name a knife you really love that no one else does. Name a knife that I don't know. <laughs> Gosh, that's a hard question. Yeah, it, it, hey, man, they've got, people so, got creative this time. Oh, I'll tell you, I've actually got a good answer for that. Yeah, okay, okay. I was talking about this recently. Mm-hmm. This is the Benchmade Aileron. Oh, I, I saw that. I see that. That came yeah. out, and everybody sort of had them, and then it just stopped within about a, a month. Wow, that and looks so cool. The tension. It's the one that's got that sort of the mm-hmm. skateboard grip. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Nobody likes that knife. I think it's a smashing knife. It's got it one of the so best cool. drop shot actions that you'll ever mm-hmm. get. It's oh, just, wow. It's amazing, but nobody ever has it. I'm going to do another review on it just for spite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Such a good knife. Good answer. Good answer. Um, let's see what else I've got here. Um, Jeff Jewell had some more. Oh, what was your bushcrafting channel mainly about? And how long did that go on for? Do, is it still up? Can people still watch it? Uh, when I finished it, I mm. actually deleted the whole thing. When I was going to start the, the, the YouTube on Knives, I just deleted the whole thing because otherwise people would have kept referencing back to, oh, when you were bushcrafting, you know, and I thought, no, I'll just get rid of it. Yeah. I'm what was it watching- about? It was just bushcraft going out and hanging a hammock somewhere and cooking or and making a, a seat out of sticks, you know. It was yeah. making fire different. It was just I used to just go up to the woods by myself, just take the hammock up mm-hmm. and just tie it up between two trees with a tarp over it and just and I used to go out in thunderstorms and things like that and go camp in the thunderstorm yeah. <clears throat> with a hammock and a tarp. And it was just it was my most peaceful times I think when Again, when I was going through my rough period after my dad died, mm-hmm. I started it then, and it was just such a release. Yeah. I think you don't want to great. be alone, but sometimes you just need to be alone with your thoughts, and, and sometimes you get the best. You know, I used to go home refreshed after them. Mm-hmm. And I, and it, I don't know, it's just, I loved it, but when it was finished, I was quite happy it finished, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I uh, was, it, was it a big channel? No, no. I think I had just maybe fifteen hundred subs. That's bigger than. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. But I mean, if I had, but it was, I was at that for a few years. You know what I mean, too. How long did it last? I think, I think about three three years. But I, I honestly can't wow. tell you. Wow. I used to watch bushcraft channel. I still do. Mm-hmm. I would still. That's my other passion. I'll go and watch yeah. local bushcrafters. You know, in England or whatever, doing their their camps. Actually, I find that stuff very interesting, which is really odd for a city dweller like me. Uh-huh. Um, I, I do love the city, but, um, you know, I, I would love to, like, go hunting or something, which is really weird. When I tell people that around here, they're like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, that's, I watch hunting shows. You know what I, I mean? Love to go I want to eat. Yeah. I would go deer hunt or something like that. You know yeah. I mean? well, actually... Or- Wild boar with one of those big um, old steel spears. <laughs> I would just love that. You can see Paddy wobbling through the trees. <laughs> yeah, for my birthday, uh, Kelly um, brought me to Gentleman Farmer, which is a small French restaurant where they have wild game. 
So I ate wild boar chops. I had rabbit and it was great, man. I love it. Like, I love that stuff. It's a very yeah. odd thing. I, I think if I, you know, vacation upstate somewhere or, or, or on some ranch, I'd probably love to go hunting, you know? There's bound to be somebody on YouTube with now you yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The link yep. up with <laughs> I would definitely be there tomorrow. <laughs> there, uh, let's see. Kill something if I was going to eat it. I have to say that. I wouldn't kill for the sake. It's got to be something going to kill, put in the fire and eat it. Yes, the same. So, Take it home for the freezer, but you know, right, I don't right, eat right. it and then. I, I definitely am more, I, I'm, I'm on that side of like ethical hunting and fair chase, you know what I mean, is what I would want, you know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't kill something for the sake of like trophy, I would kill for sustenance. I think if you eat steak, you should be prepared to kill. Yes, I 100% agree with that. There is some other questions here, we, you know, we've already done an hour and four oh, minutes, sorry, I'm not sure you know that. No, 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 no. That's fine. I've done almost two hours with Neve's I, Knives. There's no time limit on this. Are, it's just disappeared. It's a good podcast. It's a great podcast. This is from Seems Logical again. What is one knife feature that most people enjoy, but you either hate or don't care for? It could be finger choil. It could be jimping. Anything yeah. that's, you know, anything like that. <laughs> like lanyards, maybe? No, I'm, I'm actually using lanyards more now than I've ever done. I'm starting to get into that. But like, I've got my two favorite. Um, this is my proper, and this is the Viper, my new one, which is just an amazing knife. Wow. Viper. Oh, that's a Viper. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Wow, a beautiful. Beautiful knife in beautiful my car. Knife. I think they're about 120, but it's just M390 steel. Just beautiful. Wow. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I would say for me, it, it, w it would have been like lanyards because I wasn't a lanyard guy. But um, the first ZT I ever bought was the 0456. Huh. Yeah, and um, I bought it from a guy called JD Cutlery. He does really good anodization huh. and best yeah. lanyards in the game. It comes with a lanyard that, huh. that is the same color as the Anno. Yeah. Amazing. So I started looking at it. And I'm like, man, I wish that a lot of my knives had the same pattern connected to the knife. So I am getting uh, more into it. Let's see if there's any more things I'll here. What I hate is pocket clips okay. that are badly made. <laughs> pocket clips that are badly made distract me. They just tight. Huh? Too, Too tight. tight. Where they poke into the back of your hand. Some mm -hmm. of them are sitting up so high. Even, you know, like I love the Spyderco pocket clip. Mm -hmm. But even some of the Spydercos, they've raised it up and it really digs into you when you want to cut. Yeah. You mean uh, the sort of curve here digs into you, this part? No, not so much that. Or the back end of the knife, yeah. They I make some of them make them <coughs> so high now. Instead of doing flat screws, they make them higher and put rounded screws in them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So here's the here's the thing. Um, to to go back on that, I really love it when manufacturers put that little ceramic ball at the end of the pocket clip to make it slide in and out easier. Have you ever no. had any knives? Like that? No. I don't have any except this one, and I, I've shown this so many times. Look at it. See, there is like a little ball there. That looks lovely. Yeah. So this is a knife sent in to me by a a viewer, one of my favorite. 
um, most supportive guys. He actually made a, a logo and sticker for me that he just sent me that I'm going to come out with soon. Uh-huh. He sent me this knife. This is a custom knife factory Morph 5. Not Whoa. to keep. Not to keep. Just to yeah, look at. Hey, hey, it's nice to have that in hand. I'll never have something like that in hand. Um, and he sent me another knife. Uh, let me take it out right now. I, I just. I, 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 should... I think that's probably the one thing I miss. Mm-hmm. It's because there's very few knife collectors over here that have that standard of knife. This is the uh, Alexander Cheburkov large strige is what it's called it's damascus and carbon fiber that entire package he he corrected me because in the podcast with jt i said that it's maybe over a 700 hundred dollar package that package is actually 900 dollars. oh man almost lost but this guy um bob b not bobby i always say that that's how i uh (laughs) mention him he's a photographer brilliant photographer that is, is a knife guy you know and uh, yeah, he just says, I just like the way you react to some of the knives that, um, you know, we send you. So I'm just going to be steadily kind of working with you to, to give you some content. And I really appreciate it, man, that, that, they, that people it's do. It's so that. lovely when people, <coughs> when people trust you, because basically mm-hmm. you're a stranger and yeah. they send that amount of money to you. I, I just find that, I mean, I have been probably more than most people I know. I have been blessed with people sending me knives to keep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to name names because each knife may. I mean, you sent me one. One of yeah. the first knives I ever got. Where is it? The, the oh, Tucson. The Tucson. The Tucson. Yes. I mean, that will never, that Re- will never my collection. I love this Thank knife. Thank you. That's recurve madness right there. Oh, it's <laughs> easy to sharpen on a wee sharp. It's dead easy to sharpen. Yeah. Oh, man. Amazing. I love this knife. Yeah, I remember it was it was you that made me want to send it to you. I was like, man, for some reason, like I trust this guy. Like I want to send him stuff. I remember your your channel was I nowhere. To send that back. No, 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 no. <laughs> you weren't. Um, I I I I, it, I think with most people that watch your stuff in the very beginning, felt the same way. Like they just wanted to help you out. Like with anything, I wasn't using that knife that much. And I wanted you to have something with you know titanium and, and uh, just a, a, a different brand. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, them sort of knives you 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 can't get rid of because they yeah. mean so much. Because at the time that was my best knife ever. <laughs> I and remember that. Knives in your collection, you get to say that was my best knife ever. And when you <laughs> I, get, I mean, it just means the world definitely. And yeah. I have, I have been blessed more than most. I have to say, really have been. Hey, um, you know this has been so amazing. Is do you have like um? This is a question for me, I guess. Do you have any message to any other like new knife guys that want to get into this YouTube thing that we're doing, or just any message at all that you want to give to the people before we close out? You know what? Do you know what I'd lo- I'd love to to do more? Not for the new knife people, for the older knife people like myself three years like but I mean for the ones yeah. who've been around a while and who have got enough knives they've got you know they're not I think you know that we used to do tags when I first came around we used to put a tag up and everybody used to join in and used to see lots of different people's knives I put tag videos up now and I'm lucky if one or two people join in and I think we should get back to inviting the the newer channels to do the tag videos and it gets them into the community and it gets them meeting people. I just don't think we're doing enough at the minute for the new... Now, I can only speak for me. I, I 
do shout outs quite often for new channels and I'll put them down below. Um, That's actually I, right. I have not seen as much um, well, of that going around. Uh, you know what? I think that you, I do see you do tags. I don't join tags often because of the time constraint I have with how long uh, it takes me to make a video, right? But Slexi has done a few recently since the coronavirus, and I've yeah. joined in with him, and he's joined in with mine. But there was only maybe two or three of us where it used to be you would have got, you used to put a playlist in your history for yeah. people to go and check, and you'd have 12, 13 videos. Yeah, and I, I mean, be getting the younger ones or not. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the younger ones, channel and people, get them involved by doing tags. Right. There's actually one guy, and I'm keeping this a secret because I just discovered him yesterday. Okay, uh, I have finally found one new channel that just blows my editing out of the water. A knife guy. I'm talking about movie quality reviews. Nobody knows about this guy. Nobody. And I invited him to do my podcast this Sunday. I'm so excited because, oh, yeah, because I said, listen, man, I cannot even believe what the level that you're operating at and um you should have more subscribers i'm gonna you want to do the podcast he was like oh man thank you so much you i'm not gonna say his name that's for podcast work yes that's exactly where i'm not gonna say his name but when you guys watch that podcast and see this guy you're gonna be you're not gonna believe it uh, you're I'm, not I'm gonna believe it man forward. yeah it's insane what this guy does like he has i forgot which kaiser he reviewed so it was on like a pink background, digital, okay? It was digital. And then you see the knife, all of a sudden it, be, it, it transforms into schematics. And he has, he has lines pointing into the blade steel. Well, schematics like a fit? You know how like blueprints? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's, let, let, let's say this is the knife right here. And it's like floating in a background, right? All of a sudden, this will become blueprints, and then he will highlight the sections he's talking about in, wow. like, a movie-like quality. And I've seen his process. I looked at his Instagram, and I'm like, this guy is doing so much work because um, I understand that part. And I, I'm going to bring him. I'm going to bring him to the EDC community, man. People are going to be crazy. <laughs> Watch Smoky Mountain Knifeworks video today. Uh, I, I did not today. What was on it? It was like a fast-forward sketch of a knife, and then he put down all the parts of the knife. Wow. Which is a, a big jump for Smoky yeah. Mountain. Normally, there's always yeah. around the table. But yeah, I'm going to splice that in here. It's, it was really good today. I enjoyed that. That was really good. It just tells you all the different parts of the knife. Wow. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug before we close? Uh, I know that your channel is Patty's Potato Peelers on YouTube. On Instagram, it's Patty's Potato Peelers. Is there any videos that you might want to highlight here before we close out? Not really. Just come along and watch. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm a bit of crack. <laughs> yeah. Don't take yourself too seriously because yeah. that wrecks it for me. Patty, it has been a pleasure, man. It has been amazing. Thank you for doing this. Uh, people are going to love it. You know, this is your boy in the NYC, and this is the EDCCP saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.